0: Amen. Let us say together the Jubilate. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this. The Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Psalm for the 21st day. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing praises to him, and speak of all his marvelous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Search the Lord for his strength. Continually seek his face. Remember the marvels he has done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. O offspring of Abraham his servant, O children of Jacob his chosen. He is the Lord our God. His judgments prevail in all the world. He has always been mindful of his covenant, the promise he made for a thousand generations. The covenant he made with Abraham, the oath he swore to Isaac, which he established as a statute for Jacob, an everlasting covenant for Israel saying, To you will I give the land of Canaan to be an allotted inheritance. When they were few in number, of little account, and sojourners in the land, wandering from nation to nation, and from one kingdom to another, he let no one oppress them, and rebuke kings for their sake, saying, Do not touch my anointed, and do my prophets no harm. Then he called for a famine in the land and destroyed the supply of bread. He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was a slave. They bruised his feet in fetters, his neck they put in an iron collar. Until his prediction came to pass, the word of the Lord tested him. The king sent him and released him. The ruler of the people set him free. He set him as a master over the household, as a ruler over all his possessions, to instruct his princess according to his will and to teach his elders wisdom. Israel came into Egypt and Jacob became a sojourner in the land of Ham. The Lord made his people exceedingly fruitful. He made them stronger than their enemies, whose heart he turned so that they hated his people and dealt unjustly with his servants. He sent Moses his servant and Aaron whom he had chosen. They worked his signs among them and portents in the land of Ham. He sent darkness and it grew dark but the Egyptians rebelled against his words. He turned their water into blood and caused their fish to die. Their land was overrun by frogs in the la- very chambers of their kings. He spoke, and there came swarms of insects and gnats within all their borders. He gave them hailstones instead of rain and flames of fire throughout their land. He blasted their vines and their fig trees and shattered every tree in their country. He spoke. And the locusts came, and young locusts without number, which ate up all the green plants in their land and devoured the fruit of their soil. He struck down the firstborn of their land, the firstfruits of all their strength. He led out his people with silver and gold, and all their tribes there were not one that stumbled. Egypt was glad of their going, because they were afraid of them he spread out a cloud for a covering and a fire he gave give them in the night season. They asked and quails appeared and he satisfied them with bread from heaven. He opened the rock and water flowed so that the river ran in the dry places. For God remembered his holy word and Abraham his servant. So he led forth his people with gladness, his chosen with shouts of joy He gave his people the lands of the nations, and they took the fruits of others' toil, that they might keep his statutes and observe his laws. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 5, beginning at the first verse. It is actually reported that there is a sexual immorality among you, and of a kind that is not found even among pagans. For a man is living with his father's wife, and you are arrogant. Should you not rather have mourned, so that he who has done this would have been removed from among you? For those absent in body, I am present in spirit. And if in present I have already pronounced judgment in the name of the Lord Jesus on the man who has done such a thing. When you are assembled, and my spirit is present with the power of our Lord Jesus, you are to hand this man over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. Your boasting is not a good thing, Do you not know that a little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough? Clean out the old yeast, so that you may be a new batch, as you really are unleavened. For our Paschal Lamb, Christ, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us celebrate the festival, not with the old yeast, the yeast of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. See that they remember that his name is exalted. Sing the praises of the Lord, for he has done great things, and his is known in all the world. Cry aloud, inhabitants of Zion, ring out your joy, for the great one in the midst of you is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 5, beginning at the 27th verse. Jesus opened his mouth and taught his disciples, saying, You have heard that it was said, He shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery within his own heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to go into hell. It was also said, Whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that anyone who divorces his wife, except on the grounds of unchastity, causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, You shall not swear falsely but carry out the vows that you have made to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great King. And do not swear on your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let your word be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. O ruler of the universe, Lord God, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. Your ways are ways of righteousness and truth, O king of all the ages. Who can fail to do you homage, Lord, and sing the praises of your name? For you only are the Holy One, All nations will draw near and fall down before you because your just and holy works have been revealed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. A reading for Tuesday, the week of Proper 20. A reading from a letter by Augustine, Bishop of Hippo from the year 430. We need to use words so that we may remind ourselves to consider carefully what we are asking, not so that we may think that we can instruct the Lord or prevail on Him. Thus, when we say, Hallowed be your name, we are reminding ourselves to desire that His name, which is in fact always holy, should also be considered holy among us. I mean, that it should not be held in contempt. But this is a help for people, not for God. And as for our saying, Your kingdom come, it will surely come whether we will it or not. But we are stirring up our desires for the kingdom so that it can come to us and we can deserve to reign there. When we say, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, we are asking God to make an obedient so that his will may be done in us as it is done in heaven by the angels. When we say, give us this day our daily bread, and saying this day we mean in this world, here we ask for a sufficiency by specifying the most important part of it, that is, we use the word bread to stand for everything, or else we are asking for the sacrament of the faithful, which is, Necessary in this world, not to gain temporal happiness, but to gain the happiness that is everlasting. When we say, Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us, we are reminding ourselves of what we must ask and what we must do in order to be worthy to turn to receive. When we say, Lead us not into temptation, We are reminding ourselves to ask that God help us not depart from us. Otherwise, we should be seduced and consent to the temptation or despair and yield to it. When we say, deliver us from evil, we are reminding ourselves to reflect on the fact that we do not yet enjoy the state of blessedness in which we shall suffer no evil. This is the final petition contained in the Lord's Prayer and it has a wide application. In this petition, Christians can utter their cries of sorrow. In it, they can shed their tears, and through it, they can begin, continue, and conclude their prayer, whatever the distress in which they find themselves. Yes, it was very appropriate that all these truths should be entrusted to us to remember in these very words. Whatever be the other words we may prefer to say, words which the one praying chose so that the disposition may become clearer to themselves or they simply adopt so that their disposition may be intensified we say nothing that is not contained in the Lord's prayer provided of course we are praying in a correct and proper way but if we say something which is incompatible with this prayer of the gospel they are praying in the flesh even if they are not praying sinfully And yet I do not know how this can be termed anything but sinful, since those who are born again through the Spirit ought to pray only in the Spirit. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace. That having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when the night comes, rejoice to give you thanks, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Gracious Father, we pray for your holy church. Fill it with all truth, and in all truth with all peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where is it in error, direct it. Where in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, strengthen it. Where it is in want, provide for it. Where it is divided, reunite it for the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. Amen. Every living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Christ Jesus, inspire our witness to him, that all may know the power of his forgiveness and hope of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.